Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always to finally recap the end of the football season. What did you think of the game, Andy? I mean, I thought that was about as entertaining as a 43-point game probably has ever been. Yeah, it was good. You had some intrigue in the second half. I think first half over betters felt really bad because of the the missed extra point. And then over betters in general. I mean, you, you basically had the amount of points you needed in the first half, score right away in the second half, short field immediately after. And uh, yeah, that over was not coming home. Overtime was Overtime was, you know, sitting right there for the taking if the Bengals could have got even close with a really good field goal kicker. So that was a, a lot was in the balance. It was a fun game regardless. And, uh, you know, the props went, props went how they always go. Like the informational stuff is always good. The The real funny one was just the entire world talking about the touchback and then just uh, no doubt right away. It, it's not like it went 40 yards deep in, you know, through the uprights. It wasn't that deep of a kick, but right away you could see that returner. It's like, oh, he's not even thinking about grabbing this ball. Like, that's dead. Dead, dead, dead. Yeah, it was a bummer. Got a bunch of other fun stuff. We were, you know, all, we had four players throw a pass, three players complete a touchdown pass, which was quite a bit of fun. A bunch of sacks, just kind of like we thought. Um, got the two interceptions, which was nice. I think I had that. The end of the first quarter was a little tough. I would have been preferred if the Bengals had to score it been a touchdown I could have gotten a tie there they've unfortunately lost the first quarter under nine and a half and the tie but pretty good night overall I mean how did you end up doing personally did you have a lot of other stuff besides kind of informational props and things like that no I mean it was pretty light um ended up some people pushed the blue Gatorade late so I ended up just kind of breaking even-ish. I think I lost money on Gatorade, like I usually do. But somebody, I mean, somebody had some good blue information. I had to buy out of my yellow position, which is something you can only say for this game. Otherwise, the Anthem stuff was fine. The over two and a half passers, I thought we cashed it. I forgot that two-point conversions or um, tries, it's a try, not a play, when you go for the extra point or two-point conversion. Those don't count on the stat sheet, but then like three other people threw passes anyway, so it didn't matter. Um, a field goal. If the, if that exact play would have happened on a field goal with a botch snap, that is a fourth down, not a try. So that would have counted as a pass. But like I said, regardless, we did get the over two and a half passers, the over two and a half uh, touchdown passers. Cam Akers unders were easy for anybody who had those. Uh, my sack prop was looking dead, and then it came through a little bit. I, I did play the ladders. I played. As I put in an article, I played the over four and a half, five and a half, six and a half for the for the Rams, seven and a half, eight and a half. Yep. Seven and a half, eight and a half. That would very well. a better fate. I thought we could have got one. Like if Joe Burrow couldn't have got that ball out on that last play, that would have been that would have been nice too to get a little extra there. But overall it was a good night. Good college basketball weekend for me. Golf went okay. DFS could have gone better for both things. Golf was all right, but man. I had a really decent uh, showdown lineup that had OBJ in it. And I'm sure a lot of people did. And it's not like I would have won a million dollars if we didn't go out. But I would have won more if OBJ would have remained in. That would have been nice. That would have been pretty nice. That was uh, it was a pretty fun season. I mean, going back, I'm trying to think. I know our buddy Drew, he had the Rams and the Calcutta. So congratulations to Drew. That was pretty good. 
trying to think if anybody else hit big here on the Rams or anything. But overall, I'm, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that's over because he just turns into such a little baby when the Rams are doing bad. <laughs> like we essentially ended the halftime stream after the interception. He's like, "Fuck this! I'm done watching this game." I'm like, all right, we'll see you guys Monday. I hope the Rams win, or we're not having a show tomorrow. But uh, yeah, the no, golf that was, was good, happy. though. It was really a nice lead into like the event. I mean, in terms of like an overall like Super Bowl Sunday, that was pretty fun. I mean, you had some NBA games were pretty solid. Again, the golf was great. Shout out to uh, our buddy Cal and our buddy James. They both had Scheffler. Well, that was that was that was a stressful day. I, was, I tailed a bunch of you guys on those things, and I basically for like the Saturday and Sunday, I had everybody who was in second and third. <laughs> Let's just keep watching. I was like, please not Cantlay, please not Tagala, please not Cantlay, please not Tagala, but it worked out. Yeah, hell of a leaderboard, hell of an event. We have another one. We'll talk golf later in the game. Later in the game, later in the show, get into this week's golf. But uh, for you NFL heads, obviously we now pivot towards the draft. Not a ton of props out yet. And I know you you do dig into this a little, and obviously we have some people that get deep into this, the running through the mocks and deciding what to play. And I know some people do have some pretty big numbers on a few of these guys, the Ah, oh, man, I hate trying to say this guy. Ikem Ikwanu from NC State. There were some numbers on him that were massive. He's 4-1 to one now. I think people got him at 100-1. to one. Like, if you bet into some of these early markets, you're not going to get – it's like 50 bucks, 100 bucks you can get down on this. But, like, yeah, like Malik Willis was 100-1 to one before they played the – I don't even know which one it was, the Shrine game or the Senior Bowl or whatever it is. So – you can get some early value if you get out of this little. I don't have much in my portfolio yet, but it is time to completely pivot to drafts, uh, draft stuff. And you know, right now it is Hutchinson and Evan Neal as your co-favorites. I'll call it right now with Thibodeau right behind him. Thibodeau was, you know, pretty heavily touted as probably being your number one guy during the season. I don't know. That's still out there. We still have a combine. We still have pro days. We still have a lot of stuff to go on. So it'll be uh it'll be something we take on here over the next two months. Honestly, the draft's in April, and it's we got time. It's silly, maybe to even bring it up now, but that's the thing. Like I said, if you want good positions on the draft, you got to be quick and early. So keep an eye on that. And obviously, if you're in the Discord and you have any hot tips, tag me because I'm not in there all day. Uh, you mentioned the National Basketball Association. Monday slate, so you can't complain about TNT, but decent <laughs> games tonight. And uh, we had a consensus. I was just joking in the chat about this. <laughs> but there, there was a bit of a consensus on one team today from a few people I uh, trust and respect. So I'm definitely already bet this. So lay it on me. Pretty solid slate, like you said. Nine games here, some fun ones. Two bets that stick out. Um, we'll start with the one that I know that you like and your model that stuck out, which is unfortunate because your model is a Bulls-based model and you're generally looking for spots to back the Bulls. But yeah. tonight is not the night. The San Antonio Spurs, um, this was plus five. It looks like it's ticked down to three and a half. Might play three and a half maybe for a smaller wager. Hopefully it bounces back to four. Grab some four if it does. Again, maybe money line at a smaller wager or something. Just a great spot for the Spurs. The Spurs, the Bulls missing, you know, most of their guards with all due, you know, respect to AO and uh, DeMar. 
there's not much else besides those guys. And, you know, it's going to be DeMar and Vucevic against, you know, basically an entirely healthy Spurs team. It's a bad rest spot as well for the Bulls. So those guys should be pretty fatigued. It's just going to be tough for the Bulls tonight to keep up with the Spurs team that's really taking advantage of these situations. And w- without really any defense, the Spurs should put up a pretty big number. And I have this game just right about plus two. So plus five was nice. Plus four looks pretty solid. And then the Kings, uh, the Sacramento Kings team total over 115 and a half. The Kings, we know, recently traded Halliburton for DeMontis or bonus. Say what you will about that. All we do know is it makes the Sacramento offense more efficient and their defense worse. There's going to be a lot more points in some of these Kings games tonight. And um, thought about playing the full game over here against the Nets. It's ticked all the way up to 230. Congratulations. That opened to 225. So if you bet the over there, that's pretty good. Um, just like this Kings team total over. Is, uh, look at the game more and more um it might be tough here for the nets to score even though the kings aren't a great defensive team they just the nets are really without too many players tonight i mean kevin Durant's out ben simmons is not ready to play yet they're in brooklyn so no kyrie irving just a really tough spot for the nets so gonna grab a king's team total over here wouldn't mind the full game over if you like that as well and i am staying away from this i don't have my offensive efficiency numbers updated for the kings after the moves at the tread deadline so i am uh i'm trepidatious about this but i trust you anyway it's good use either way we're on the spurs we're on the spurs census tonight it's happening even against even against my squad that's Can't the thing you like to wake up and see we're all on the spurs it's gonna be fun I know he needs to get up a little earlier. I don't know what he does all morning. Um, college hoops, like I said, good weekend. Saturday was fun. I think uh, one of the better Saturdays I've had in a while. Yesterday, four and three. I can't believe I had seven bets on a Sunday card with like twenty games, but and they were all sides. I can't. I, I came down to. I was worried you put totals or something. Yeah, three and three going into the last game had a two and a half point underdog in a game that was constantly tied with two teams that shoot a lot of threes. Like I just assumed I'd lose it by three points on a last second shot. It did go to overtime. Although the, the favorites who I did not have had an inbound and they inbounded it to a guy who was inside the arc and he got off a shot. And I'm like, just please fucking drop. And it, it it actually it caught quite a bit of rim. I thought that was going down. And we get a two point uh two point loss on a two and a half point dog. I did get a, a outright win in overtime, which doesn't matter for the bets. It pays the same either way. So nice Saturday, nice Sunday. Monday heavier than I thought, and the totals are back. I didn't have a lot of totals. I was trying something different on Saturday and I messed everything up. So I just stayed away from them. <laughs> did nothing but sides for two days, really. And now today I only have one side, and it's not even a dog. It is a favorite in my Fairfield uh, – oh, God. Well, I almost said Foxes. Fairfield Stags of Connecticut, minus six here. Ooh, I like Foxes. The iteration would be better. Seven on the soft open overnight, been bet down a little. I'm not quite sure why. I checked in with some MAAC guys, asked a couple questions. I don't fully understand why an offense like this – that never turns the ball over and makes their three points well enough is only a six-point favorite over a Kinesius, who I don't have as a very good team. I think they're one of the bottom offenses and defenses in the conference. Regardless, I am uh, – and it's an away game. Like, I, I never bet a home favorite like this. I just can't 
make this number work in any of my models. So Fairfield minus six, my favorite look for the day. And then the rest of the totals are kind of the same kind of stuff I've been betting all, all year. There's some swack unders. There's a Niagara over. I bet I've had five of those this year, but uh, Dayton over 20, 125 and a half. That's something that's been steamed up again. The soft low limit overnight number was like 122. Uh, people were eyeing up already last night and hit right away this morning. So over 125 and a half with that one, over 130 with Niagara. And then, like I said, some unders in, ah, you know what? South Carolina state. That's not a, that's not a swack. That's a MIAC. I have no idea. I'm going to have to look that up. It's a, it is the MIAC. Uh, either way, they are small, small um, HBSU conferences, HBCU. Uh, they're kind of the same. It's just one based around Baltimore, the other one's based around the South. So South Carolina State under 148.5, Grambling under 144, and MVSU, the Delta Devils, one of the worst teams ever put together over the last decade. This is a team that if this goes over, this will have 200 points. They either uh, play really, really horrible ball or they just only play really horrible defense. And the other team scores 105. So this one's a little ticklish, but I still made some value on under 145 there. I like it quite a bit. MVSU, for those that don't know, Mississippi Valley State. Took me a little while to find that one. <laughs> I believe Cherry Rice's alma mater. As we had a right. we had a wide receiver from Division Two slash whatever MFCS FBS win the MVP last night. Uh, Jerry Rice did the same thing from, I think it was Mississippi Valley State. That's that. correct. FCS 1AA, whatever you want to call it. Um, my golfers, a lot of the golfers who are back from the Middle East, they played in Dubai a couple weeks ago. This city, this country is just pumping out sports content. We got we got World Cup in the Middle East. What's uh what's cracking here? And what made you change your mind on this one? Uh, this gal who we were a little cold on to start the season. I think everybody was like I I want to hear because I've seen several decent cappers make some reasons to back Helena here, and I want to know what changed. Yeah, I mean it's uh, we're talking about Dubai here. The women are, are in Dubai. It's a pretty fun tournament. They had they go Dubai. I think there's an Abu Dhabi event. Um, as well as another one, Doha as well. Um, they kind of bounce around that area a little bit. All pretty fun events. I mean, just a stacked field. The qualifying, okay, one of the better parts of the weekend was the qualifying here was as good as, you know, a 250 level, 500 level even tournament. Um, we jump into the weekend here, and you're talking about Alena Ostapenko, someone that we kind of talked about, um, honestly, the way she looked physically. I mean, she came into the season, she's definitely put on more weight, but seems to be moving okay and is hitting the ball as hard as she ever has. Her game seems to be pretty consistent, you know, hard to figure out exactly what changed for her, but seems to be pretty locked in. These courts should be great for her. Um, you look at the draw, she's in a really nice spot, took her outright right around, um, you know, 40 to one or so. So there's tennis happening right now, maybe in a few hours, they'll be wrapped up and there might be some outrights, you know, later this afternoon, tonight, take a look for us to 40 to one or better and Krejcikova 10 to one or better. If you get a chance to, uh, grab those but for this particular match again a little tough because I mean I'm literally I clicked and uh, six lines opened up as I was talking to you as they start to fill in the first round I'm actually qualifier so I'll have some more stuff tomorrow on Wednesday I'll be sure to put anything try to get those picks in on bets birds and things but just a parlay based on what was open here um Olmes Jabor 
Um, really good player. Maybe just a, a little worried about kind of her health. She had retired in her last match, but has had some time to recover. Apparently has been practicing, looks okay. Um, but happy to put her, she's playing Vera's Von Areva here. You know, in general, I might, I was thinking about maybe playing the Jabor spread. It's four and a half. I make it closer to five. She generally really beats up on, you know, women kind of outside the top 25, top 50. Svon Areva playing a little better, but I like the spot here for Jabor. And as you mentioned, Ostapenko um, was able to get her money line right around minus 115 when it opened. It's drifted out kind of into the minus 135, minus 140 range. I like it out to 150, honestly. Um, just think this is a really Really nice spot for her. Sophia Cannon, her opponent, continues to get handicapped, I think, kind of based on her name versus what we've seen her do, has been competitive this year. So, you know, instead of maybe playing an Ostapenko spread, you know, we might get like a 7 6, 5 7 kind of, you know, thing here. Just looking for Ostapenko again on the money line, put it together with your board in a parlay. We should get plus 125. Again, find value on both. So happy to put them together. You know, I like an early week parlay <laughs> in Dubai. Remember that one year it rained? I think it was the men's tournament where we had like, it was like Qatar and it rained like three straight days. They get like four tenths of an inch of rain a year. And we had rain delays for like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday or something. Just bizarre stuff. That is the beauty of these desert events. They don't need to hashtag build a roof. It ain't happening. And Ethan, shout out to Itabena. I actually know this little, uh, I dug into this one because some of these some of these small colleges are honestly in the middle of nowhere. Like the, the, the town is named it. I don't even know if I'm saying it's right. It's a tiny little town out in Mississippi where this uh, Mississippi Valley is located and it doesn't look like it's close to anything. So have fun. Uh, the town they mentioned in, in, um, oh, brother, where art thou? Yeah. It, it feels like that. It's like swampland. I always thought it was in Maybe it's Itabina. Itabina? That sounds better than how I'm saying it. Yeah. I'm guessing it's a Native American word. Like there was, you know, there was. Most of it is. Eh, not seminal. I'm trying to think what tribes <laughs> were over that way. It'll come to me. Neither here nor there. Um, back on the West Coast, though, <clears throat> I did want to talk a little golf. I don't like making super early outright picks when there is, you know, early soft markets or only the ones, you know, like Bet Online and DraftKings are up or MGM. I don't trust some of those numbers. I want to know what's going on with some of the prices. There are a few guys I circled right away. I tweeted out some pictures of them. But this is this is a nasty field. This is a great tournament, a great course. It's in L.A. Top 10. Dan, Dan pointed this out. Top 10 is all there. All the big names are coming. This is a <clears> – <throat> I think outside of – if you throw out, like, the tour finals and stuff, this is right behind the majors as far as purse. That's a reason the top ten are here. Oh, there's so much money. Like the purse is just massive. It's a it's a good tournament to win if you like money. And that's why Rom, Cantley, Thomas, Justin, you know, everyone is here. A lot of them were already, you know, stateside from their forays over in Saudi Arabia because of the weights management last week. But not a big travel spot over to LA and yeah, there's, there's a few guys I am, like uh, Morikawa, Zalatora, some of these young guys I am looking at. John Rahm, if you want to bet him every week, have fun, I guess. You're going to pay a tax on him. Like, it's yeah, he's going to probably win a tournament. I talked to Frank this morning about this. I'm like, one of these weeks, he might just be leading by eight after, like, two rounds. You know, like, John Rahm might just go full John Rahm and ruin a tournament, which – bound to happen at some time but also it's not a real big sample size of 
how many tournaments he's going to play. But John Rahm could get shut out all year. I mean, that's not out of the realm of possibility. He's a very good golfer, but it's so hard to beat the course at 140 other guys every week. So take it easy with some of the real short favorites, despite how Cantlay's playing, how, I mean, how Xander's playing. Xander was right there the whole tournament as well. Some of these guys played so well. This course is going to be kind of similar in how they uh, use use a fast, firm approach to as a defense rather than, I don't know, all the rough is not easy either. It's that Kikuya grass as well. So there, there's some things to be looked at before you get too deep in this. I'll have some picks out on this tomorrow. So you can see in the little bit of a graphic there Dan made for us, it says Betsford's Golf on top. That is not off the ground yet, but it is two weeks away from maybe having some content up on the BetSports Golf site. I gave away a $100 gift card last week to Fanatics for somebody random. I had to go find a website to do a randomizer for the emails so I could pick someone at random and not feel guilty about just running my finger down a screen with eyes closed. But uh, I'll do that again this week. If you go over to BetSportsGolf.com and put in your email, you get subscribed to a free once a week newsletter and I'll put them all in a randomizer again. When we tee off this week at the Genesis, I'll give somebody else another hundred dollar fanatics gift card. So petsportsgolf.com, check it out. A couple weeks we'll have some content up there. And with that, the only thing you have left to do is hit the thumbs up in the YouTube chat. Hit do the it. thumbs up and go on with your Monday. Try to be productive. I don't think anyone's really going to today. It's the day after the Super Bowl. This is a, a bad Monday. Yeah, if you called in, whatever. So. All right, see you guys.